been episode 252 of the AFK podcast for the week of... I never wrote it in. <laughs> for the week of November 25th, 2019. I'm your host, James Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from gamers like you. Joining me this week are my co-hosts, Curlin. What's good, everybody? Logan. Hey, everyone. And Whitney. Hello. What's up, everybody? I have finally gotten to play some Jedi Fallen Order this week. I, I think I have about 11, 10 or 11 hours into it. And so far, it just keeps getting better. At first, I was like, oh, it's just kind of like Force, un- Force Unleashed. And then um, I progressed in the story, progressed in, uh, got more skills and whatnot. And I'm like, no, really? It's more like Tomb Raider. Um, and it's just, it's just been getting better and better. So I've really been enjoying it. That's what's up. That's, that's good to hear too, because um, I've had my eye on that all week, and I haven't I haven't pulled the trigger yet. So do it. <laughs> Just do it. It's worth it. Or re up your uh, your origin membership. Yeah, I, I probably just buy it since I can get it on Steam. But oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 I would definitely do it. How do you find the combat? I heard there's a couple complaints that it's a bit hard. I didn't think... Well, here's the thing, though. I'm not playing on the easiest level. I'm playing one up from the easiest level. And I'm not necessarily having a good time. It is very much timing-based. So I I don't play with a game controller. It might even be easier with a game controller. I, I use the mouse and keyboard. And the game actually recommends that you play with the uh, controller. But I just... I hate controllers. So I, I, I use the mouse and keyboard and redid the key bindings on my mouse and I've been having no problem with the combat. You just got to kind of get, you know, used to the timing. And once you, you do, and you get used to the skills, you know, just like with any other game, it's, it's not hard at all. Now, if you turn the difficulty up, yeah, you're going to get your ass kicked. Uh, and it's easy to die with the difficulty turned up. But fortunately the game gives you the option, which is the more options, the better. That's awesome. Cool. I think I'm going to wait for a sale, but um, um, I've heard lots of good things, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, a lot of it does. The platformer stuff, platforming stuff that's in there kind of reminds me of uh, of The Force Unleashed, but uh, uh, more of a modern take like uh, Tomb Raider does, does it where it's kind of a puzzle. And uh, you get to go back to areas and revisit areas. Uh, with new when you get your new skills and and whatnot and actually get the chests that you couldn't get to that's the other thing the chests throughout the game you're you're constantly opening up new skins uh new parts for your lightsaber i have yet to get a new color yet though i i've got the 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 they start you out with blue and green and then i believe i got orange because of the premier uh you know premier access membership but i have yet to find another color yet so i'm uh, I was hoping, you know, for more and more colors, but I don't know if if I just haven't found them or I have to wait until I'm a higher level. I'll be able to let you know by next week. What's up, Jerry? We got Jerry Gamer in the chat room. Yeah, I, I, I heard that it's a lot like uh, Metroid Prime in that sense where you, you, you kind of go to an area and you can't reach or can't grab something and then you later return to do something else and you pass by and you can kind of grab whatever it was that you saw before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's really all I've been playing. I did get back into a little bit of um, Fallout New Vegas because I was over at uh, my rental and 
and I had a couple showings and some time in, in between the showings, so I uh, I sat down and <laughs> started playing uh, Fallout on my laptop because it Jedi uh, Fallen Order does not run good on my gaming laptop anymore. And that's kind of the <laughs> bad thing about gaming laptops is they're good for maybe a couple years and that's it. And then, you know, they won't play the latest greatest anymore. Yep. That's always been a catch. Yeah. So I, I don't think I'll be purchasing in, in the future another gaming uh, oriented laptop. I'll just stick with the smaller ITX machines for LANs and stuff like that. But how about you guys? What have you been up to, Logan? Well, I spent uh, a majority of last week in the hospital, so that was fun. What? <laughs> Whoa. What happened, dude? Yeah. Um, I, don't know, I woke up uh, last Saturday, I guess it was, and uh, Sunday? Monday. Uh, I don't even know the days anymore. Yeah, I had a bit of uh, atrial fibrillation, so I had to go and had them uh, restart my heart. Whoa, what the f- Fuck. What? (laughs) But I've got a wicked video of it now. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. So it was all right. It's like that Motley Crue song, Can't Stop My Heart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I found out that my wife is not good at an emergency situation. (laughs) So I'll try to tell this quick because I could get into a long story. But I woke up. And I, I knew right as soon as I woke up what was going on. So I'm like, oh, crap. Maybe, you know, maybe if I just relax a bit, it'll go away. So I sat there for 20 minutes. I'm like, nope, didn't go away. So I rolled over and I tapped my wife. I'm like, you know what is the best thing to do first thing on a Monday morning? Go to the emergency room. So she jumps out of it and she's like, what's wrong? What's going on? Oh, my gosh. Are you okay? And I'm like, it's all right. It's just my heart. And we've had this. We had, I had this happen like once before a couple of years oh, ago. God. And so she's like, oh, my God, we got to go right now. And she runs into my son's room, wakes him up, wake up, wake up. We got to take your father to the emergency room, but it's going to be okay. We're going. We'll be back in a bit. Call an ambulance, dude. Why don't you call an ambulance? (laughs) Well, it's not that bad. So we get there. It's not that bad. Your freaking heart had to be restarted. (laughs) (laughs) So we get there and they put all the, you know, monitoring stuff on me and whatnot. And a doctor comes in and we chit chat and we're like, you know, you can either do this via drugs or the, the shock. And I'm like, oh, you, you light me up and shock me. So nurse has to uh, readjust all the monitoring stuff. And I am, I, <laughs> I'm a little bit on the hairy side. And so when they ripped off all these monitoring things, the adrenaline surge I got from that actually put my heart back into regular beating for like a couple seconds. <laughs> because it hurt so goddamn much so yeah so then they plastered on the pads on me and you know i asked them hey take a video this time will you they kicked my wife out oh jesus you're awake for this well they they knock you out oh okay Uh, but the awesome thing with the video is like you get a full sense of when you went out like when you don't remember from but you're still talking and doing stuff so yeah so they knocked me out boom pow shocked the heart i was shocked right awake and ripped the pads off and good to go yeah just went home like a half an hour later dude that, that's wild I, I can see him see you over there like 40 year old virgin <laughs> oh, it was it was that bad it was insane uh and i it, it hurts it hurts uh, uh for a while afterwards like the, uh, that amount of electricity um, and the clenching you get, like from your heart and your innards. Yeah. So I, I was out for a good couple of days, but yeah, I'm, I'm good now. Do you need I a pacemaker? No, I'm too young for that. 
we did all the tests and whatnot. So I got to run on a treadmill and they shot me up through a uh, full of dye and an ECG and an EKG, whatever the ultrasound bit is. So like, yeah, you've got good flow. Yeah, your structure is fine. Yeah, you're too young for this. So they're guessing maybe I have just a sensitivity to caffeine because I drink a shit ton of pop, yeah. like two liters a day. Yeah. Could Damn. Be. Yeah. We, that we cut be. that out. Yeah, you probably should do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Got that going for me. Uh, but gaming-wise, <laughs> <laughs> I, I finished uh, The Outer Worlds. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, Curls, where are you at in it? Um, I have just got to Byzantium. Okay. But I've been, I, I've been sl- kind of slowly trogging my way through it. You know, I, I haven't been like beeline in the main story or anything like that either. So yeah, I'll try not, I won't spoil it too much or try not to at all. Um, after I finished, uh, picking up, uh, Neoka, uh, I did one more, um, companion storyline Felix. And then I got bored. I wasn't enthralled by the main story quest line. So I just, it was like you just said, I just beelined it right to the end. And I thought the ending was mediocre at best. Uh, so Jim, as you said last week, like a lot of the decisions you make come to fruition on that end bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was lame as hell because there was no conversations about any of that stuff. Like there was no lead up to it at all. So I wasn't expecting it and I didn't know why they are all doing what they were doing, right? I thought it was just going to be me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, I didn't, I, I definitely wasn't on the hardest setting, but I had no problems at all just plowing right through everything at the end. Um, the ending overall, uh, I liked the way they wrapped everything up. I appreciated that. Um, you know, uh, sure, it shows you that there is multiple multitudes of different ways to end it. Mm-hmm. But I found them all a little bit shallow and, and weird. Uh, like some of the things that I sort of thought, so here, I'll, I'll do this. Curls, you, you've obviously, what, what, uh, when you started, what did you decide? Who got the power on the very first mission there? Uh, whoever was opposite of the board. Okay, yeah. So the people in the, in the bushes, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, mm, so, see, I, I, I made a compromise between the two of them. Oh, you did? I didn't think that was possible. Oh, yeah. Me you, either. You can have them compromise and they come together as one. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Now, you're talking about the very, very first mission, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, where you have to choose who to give the power to. Yeah, okay. The, the people out in the woods, but there's actually a way that where you can, you can, you can have the, the people in the town, which they're actually not part of the board. They're kind of an offshoot of the, they broke away from the board. But you can have them jo- actually join forces with the people from the uh, geothermal plant. They're not both. They're both not totally happy about it. But at the same time, neither one of them is your enemy. Hmm. And right. you're actually on good terms with both. Yeah. So I, when I did all of that, and when I spoke to her, I wasn't left with the impression that they were just going to let everyone on the colony die that they'd sort of take in people that wanted to be taken in as long as they could, you know, do work. Mm-hmm. But the story I got in the end was, nope, they let everyone die. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So then there was some other stuff that I'm not going to spoil, but 
overall, I was pretty disappointed. Uh, I think the game for me peaked uh, with Nioka's uh, companion storyline. I think that was that was the best. In the end, I think the other really great thing about the game where it did the best was it didn't let you know who was lying about very much. So I and the way I ended it, I had no idea who I should have supported in the end. Like I, I really didn't have a sweet clue if someone which person was was lying to me the most. So I made a decision. I went with it. And then I was meh, I was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it felt uh undone like uh, it felt like it was an abrupt ending everything comes to a close like really quick and i i that's the kind of the impression i had was that oh the game needs to be out the door we got to finish up you know what i mean yeah yeah Ra wrap it up send it good yeah i i didn't it, it definitely didn't leave any loose ends but you're right it was super abrupt yeah because they even do that um that little kind of thing they did in mass effect where they at the end they tell you kind of what happens with everybody yeah so that then that kind of is what wraps up the story not your last mission ah uh, okay okay and i i guess they have multiple stories for for different segments depending on what you chose huh right right definitely uh, do okay okay i got you i got you. well like me i was able to get the two factions to come together I got the uh, geothermal people to come back, but then they agreed to share power, you know, with yeah. the with the town and everything. And neither side was completely happy, but at the same time, neither side was completely dead. Yeah, and, and like I said, like in mine, they just I gave them to the, the bush people and they let everyone die. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, what was the other thing? Uh, yeah, when you run into that board member uh, partway through that last mission, I thought there would be uh, something a little bit more after. With him, right? Yeah, me yeah. too. And, that, and then I was like, okay, well, that was weird. So I actually went back to a further save just so I could go back and have a different interaction with him. Because <laughs> he's kind of an ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like I, I, I maintain that the, like it... it it's like a good story. You may not like the way it makes you feel, but if it makes you feel something, it's doing its job. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I really hated everyone in the end. I just wanted to just, like all the corporate company, um, everyone who was a corporate person, I just, by and large, I just wanted to shoot them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty much my week. All right. It's kind of hard to top that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, Whitney, what about you? I know you're sick. Yeah, I... Did you get a chance to do any gaming? Uh, a little bit throughout the week, but that mainly consisted of playing TFT, the Teamfight Tactics, because the rank just came back out again. And I got to silver, so I'm pretty happy about that, even though I suck pretty bad at it apparently uh other than that i've just kind of binge watched a lot of things i watched the crown man in the high castle since that uh, is now wrapped up and then i don't remember was episode two of the mandalorian out uh, uh episode three is out now oh is it i haven't seen it yet i've seen it i hope it picks up a i little liked bit. it does it pick it up did. a little bit i like it good, yeah good you know i did want to say about that show too um that I didn't say last week was I was kind of hoping that would kind of be like a 
uh, where every week he would be hunting down a different person. You know, like, okay, the, the, the Empire's gone and it's the New Republic now, but we have all these um, Imperial moths and generals and admirals we need you to track down. Because the bounty hunters work for both the Republic and the Empire. And then they could do something where he's also working for the Empire and there's a conflict of interest. I thought that would have been a more interesting way to go with it. But I mean, yeah, I mean, they also particularly ha- don't like the Empire either. Yeah. They would so, have had to make him a good hour long to do that, but I love that. I- yeah, you know, kind of like a Simon and Simon. I think those guys, that TV show, they had were hunting somebody different every week. And they were, I don't know, they were Bales Bondsmen or private detectives or something. And we're talking about a early 80s TV show that none of our listeners have probably ever heard of. But and then again, I don't know. We're all in our 40s, so maybe all our listeners are in their 40s. Yeah, dude, I forgot about Simon and Simon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Simon and Simon. Well, I think that'd be really cool, but I, I really enjoyed episode three. It definitely did pick up the pace a little bit. Uh, I can't wait for you to watch it and catch up. But I hope y'all are ready for all the Baby Yoda merch. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Even my wife saw the picture of him and she's like, look at this, he's so cute. I go, yeah, he's on that TV show I told you I was watching that obviously you weren't listening to me when I was talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just showed her the picture and she would have paid attention. Yeah, probably. Well, it sucks you're sick. I hope you feel better. Well, thank you. I'm happy you're feeling better, though, Logan. Oh. Yeah, Logan. Yeah, it's hard to, hard to top almost dying, right? I know. <laughs> oh, I wasn't almost dying. My heart was still pumping just fine. Still, you sure? It's not all of it. <laughs> I got a good video, though, so, you know, I got that going for me. Nice. I would imagine it's kind of like our taser videos at work. <laughs> yeah, it is exactly. They get the, they get the movies and TV shows right. It's, it's, it's pretty violent, um, especially if you do it like frame by frame. You can see all your muscles clenching up. But oh, wow. At the end, though, it's like it shocked you awake. And so I literally sit up and I was looking around going like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Damn. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a pretty boring week for me. I'm going to be getting back into Nier Automata. Oh, Curlin loves that game. Oh, it's so good. I finished the first part, two beats part, so I'm on uh, 9. Oh, yeah. But I've taken a little bit of a break, but I need to continue it because it's such a beautiful story. The music's great. Visually, it's amazing. Just... So you you do know you're going to have to play it through again after that, right? I think that's awesome, though. I don't want to know why. I don't want to know. I don't want to know why yet, but. No, I I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to leave you hanging, like, like off the cliff. Oh, that's pretty mean. That's pretty mean (laughs) because now I still have to get the rest, through the rest of the story. Well, Curlin, how was your week? Uh, it was standard fair stuff, you know, taking finals and tests and writing assignments and trying to work my way into some time to actually play something. So I just kind of uh, dabbed into the outer worlds a little bit, and I finally got into the the uh, the GOG Galaxy Two uh, beta. So that's been fun. Yeah, I got my beta invite too, but I haven't had a chance to. Uh 
mess around with it yet. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty nice from from what I've the, the the little bit that I played with it, you know, so far. Um I got a lot of titles. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least now you can track them. Right, right. And uh, for whatever reason, like it still hasn't pulled in my PlayStation library, but according to this, I have like 2436 total. Um, for uh, titles, most of those are four hundred and twenty-six or forty-six. Did you say twenty-four hundred? Damn! And how many did you say were on Steam? Like sixteen hundred. Shit. Well, I just, like I always say, like my Steam account is what about fifteen years old by now. So mm. yeah. It's how many of those have you played? Mm, maybe a third. Holy That's crap. That's still a big number. I think I've played maybe two dozen tops. Hmm. Yeah, the, the, the second runner-up will be Humble at 395. And, and that's definitely from getting bundles and um, and the, the Humble Monthly for the last, what, three years? So That is a great way to get games. I've done that for a few months. Yeah, good, good value there. Sounds like you've got quite the retirement package going on. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot to get through. <laughs> Not bad. Anything else? Nah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, that's that's pretty much. It. Cool. Have you watched the Joker yet? Twice. <laughs> Not you. Who was it that hasn't? Oh, I haven't seen it, seen it yet, but I'll, I'll be waiting for the Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yep. Yeah. Well, it was a light news week this week. We did have a couple uh, pretty big things come out this week. Stadia came out this week. Uh, from what I'm hearing, it it hasn't gone all that smoothly. There's a lot of lag, uh, but a lot of the reviews are starting to come out now. I know Steve over at Gamers Nexus did a lot, a whole lot of um, research into the lag and testing into the lag, and uh, the lag is real. Uh, Curls, did you get a chance to mess with Stadia at all? Nah, I canceled my pre-order for a second time and went and bought a different toy. So that seems to be a case with a lot of people. The, a lot of pre-orders canceled. Yeah, yeah. Um, from from everything that that I've heard on podcasts and read uh my impression was that they probably should have held off a little bit until they had more features at it yeah um because i mean the, the, the lag is going to be what it is depending on the connection that you have at at your place of residence for for the most part you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. for, for many of us that doesn't change because we've kind of we bought that we've purchase the tier of speed that we're comfortable with or the fastest that you can get and not everybody can get like gigabit like it still isn't available in my in, on my street um, mm -hmm. i can go up the street and get gigabit if i live in one of those houses but not here so um i don't know um i think it has potential uh but they really need to get that that free tier out so people can try it and decide whether it's worth it for them and I also 
think that they should probably reevaluate how they bring games in. Well, how they bring games into the service, as well as what would happen if they decide to shut it down um, later on. And that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, uh, I, you're not only are you paying for the service, but you're also paying for the games full price uh, for the games. And at launch, they only had like 12 and then they panicked, added a bunch in there at the end. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. But I, the advertising is real. I mean, every, t- every time I change to a different YouTube channel, the first ad is Stadia. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get takers, and they're also um, trying to get it. Get it. Um, I mean, the, the the push before Black Friday is obvious. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I forgot about Which that. Is why I, yeah, that, that, that's that's my gut on why they set the date where they did and didn't waver the launch. You know. Mm. Logan, you see any uh, reviews about Stadia? Yeah, so I watched that one uh, game of Nexus from Steve. Um, what was he going on about, about the code? How does the code play into it? What was that required for, and how did they fail on that? Did you... Were they talking about the that net, make sense to you? The net code? Well, did well, they have a, yeah. an, an invite code. Oh, okay, that's what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. yeah so, so even if you, if you get the hardware, if, if they haven't emailed you your invite code yet, then you're kind of still stuck. And from what I understand, they were having having issues getting those uh, sent to the people that actually purchased the kit. So, all right, okay, Any- yeah, I I heard pretty much what you guys heard that you know it wasn't the greatest launch. Uh, the reviews across the board are fairly well mixed. Um, I think it's a great idea. I don't think that. Uh, we're in a place that's ready yet. Like Google's got to get their shit together. So they let their fiber lapse. And I think that if they would have pushed their fiber through and were able to solution that, that would have better supported Stadia now. But since we're all dealing with, or you guys for the most part are dealing with bullshit caps and lag and all that bull crap, it's, it's not going to be a great experience until the infrastructure is ready to support it, regardless of how much I want it to work. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea. Except for the you have to buy your games. So Stadia plus a subscription service like EA or whatever has, I think that's great. I think that'll work out just fine. But having to buy games on top of paying for Stadia? No, I don't think so. Is that how it's pronounced in Canada? Sub too. Stadia? Stadia. How you guys, that's how you guys say it up there? Stadia up in Canada. <laughs> Stadia. Well, we kind of so called it, right? We kind of called it. We, yeah, we cut Whitney off. Whitney, what were you oh, saying? Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead, Whitney. Uh, uh, I think there's a subscription service, too, that you got to pay for. Yeah, right. you got to pay for the Stadia. <laughs> no, I can't say it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got to pay for the hardware, and then after the first three months, you got to pay for the subscription, and then you got to pay for the games on top of it. I yeah. That has it, a lot yeah. of people upset. Mm-hmm. It's like $10 a month, if I remember right. Yeah. But with that $10, you do get a discount. And I think they're giving away a game or something. Is it every month? I don't remember. I do remember the discount part, though, because I thought that was interesting. Still, though. Yeah, it's, 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 
it's going to be a cool service. I just, I just know for a fact it's not necessarily meant for us because we have gobs of hardware. You yeah, know, we, yeah. we, we play on a little bit of everything. Uh, there may be niche cases where it will work for us. Like for me, I was going to use it at, at my um, at my girlfriend's place because um, I can just hook up a Chromecast and then go down there and play, you know, mm-hmm. or whatnot. But yeah, for, for like that single single case, it didn't really didn't really make much sense at this particular time. So yeah, so I guess no surprises there. Valve did have a big announcement too this week. Uh, Valve VR, uh, Alex from Half Life. Valve announced Alex, not Alex, Alex, uh, which is. A game from the Half-Life universe. I believe it's a prequel to the original Half-Life. So you guys get a chance to check this out. Now, it's going to be a VR-only game, uh, which is kind of... makes me kind of question their uh, logic here for it to be a a VR-only game because a good portion of the population can't even touch VR like like me. I can't do VR. I I get nauseous and sick. Uh, so this game is definitely a no for me, not because of, you know, the publisher gameplay or anything, but simply because I, I can't even try it. When, when did you last try? What, what did you last try and when? Well, I had an Oculus Rift. Which version? The original developer version or the... No, the retail. Later. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see uh, how uh, next generation VR affects you. If it keeps the same way or if you're fine, you're able to get through it. So well, there's a couple interesting... This one might be better, but it's still $1,000 for this. For yeah, $1,000 for now. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, VR is something that maybe you do need to get used to over a little bit of time. And maybe that amount of time that you require, it will go down with the, the higher specs on the screen and whatnot. Uh, I'm one of the lucky ones. I put VR on and it doesn't bother me one way or the other. So I'm I'm pretty lucky like that. But that's, there's there's a couple announcements baked in here into the one. So one is the next Half-Life game, which I think is cool, but uh, not exactly what anyone was looking for. You know, it's, it's between one and two. So everyone's like, oh, well, that doesn't help me at all. And then the announcement of the, the, the VR, um, uh, hardware that they've been working on uh, and coming out with that and that a bit exorbitant price tag i wasn't wasn't happy to hear it be a thousand bucks that's a little bit much for me well it's a well it's not a, the hardware's a thousand and then you get the game for free i guess so that it, that's the one uh, i guess shining you know bright spot in this here is that if you do own a valve index if you have invested in the hardware that you're getting this for free. More like no additional cost. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No additional cost. That's That sounds better. It's a pretty game. It looks really good. It does. Yeah, I mean, it looks like... I'm sure it's the Source engine. It kind of looks like Source. Surprised how much uh, fidelity they still get out of that engine. The other thing to note here is that uh, it's not just uh, for their own proprietary. It's across all VR gear. So I think that's pretty cool of them. 
But yeah, for sure. Well, they really wouldn't make any money on it if if it was just for the index. Yeah. But I mean, it's still, uh, you know, if they were to go exclusive with the index, I think that would be a, a decent enough selling point for it as well to, you know, for their, their, everyone always says, well, what games are you kickstarting this hardware with? Right. So mm-hmm. that would have mm-hmm. fit. The Good to see them go that route. I hate it. Yeah. It, uh, I can imagine they probably would have caught flack in with some, uh, you know, you just tying this to this hardware just to sell the game and you know what I mean there's no technical reason why this couldn't run on on the Vive or whatever you know what I mean yeah exactly that would have been a whole nother whole nother shitstorm so so does the fact that they're releasing this one um give any indication as to if they're even working on Half-Life 3? No. I, I Half-Life 3 is dead. Yeah. Yeah, unless there's like a surprise at the end of this game, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't count on it. Okay. But you know, if you think about it, at this point, no matter what they released and called Half-Life 3, it wouldn't be good enough for, for, for the gaming public. Oh, yeah, it'd be so overhyped. Yeah, which is why I'm probably thinking they're just like, we'll make them wait, make them wait forever. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I played Half-Life 1 and 2, and for the time, they were good games, but I don't if if I go back and play them now, I don't know if I know one unless you reskin it doesn't really hold up. And uh, two's a a decent game, but it's I don't know. I find it annoyingly hard now. I guess. But yeah, I haven't finished either one of them. Uh, the the engine on both of them has something weird with the field of view and it makes me nauseous which mm. is weird that they haven't like corrected that yet um or at least put a checkbox or something in there because like uh other games that use a source engine it that doesn't bother me and, and i haven't been able to nail down exactly what it is that that i can change within like half-life 2 or whatever to to get the same effect that say left for dead has Mm-hmm. Well, AMD this week clarified the difference between best cores and preferred cores. Um, what's up with this curling? Because I don't, I've never heard of this. Yeah. So essentially, what what they what they are doing is in combination with the Agisa and the Windows uh, scheduler. Every every um say 3900 or whatever has a pair of uh two fastest cores on the ccx on one of the ccx's and that that is what the the scheduler will shuffle the uh the uh, lightly threaded or uh instructions that execute better on the fastest core versus farming it out to one of the one of the other ones that that can't quite clock as high. So that that's more or less more or less what it boiled down to. 
Yeah. Also to note, with this latest BIOS update, my 3900 consistently hits 4.6, whereas before it was only hitting uh, uh, 4575. You know, I had heard that most would only hit 4.2. Yeah. If if it's a heavily threaded threaded game, it settles in uh, around 4.3. You know, for the most part, but it it, it does peak at four point six, like it, like you like know, as average. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, that's really all the news we have this week. It was a it was a light news week, uh, which is good because I was kind of sleeping on the job when it comes to news. Uh, but Black Friday's coming up, and I I don't think that I'll be at any stores. Uh, pushing and shoving anybody to get any kind of Black Friday deals, but um, a lot of places have online deals now, so I, I might go for that. What about you guys? What's on your list for Black Friday? For me, it's just, uh, I'm just looking to get a 10 terabyte drive just uh, to add to the backup regime, and that's about it. Nothing really much more than that. During Prime Days, I picked up a couple 2 terabyte SSDs, and literally one is still sitting here. I haven't been bothered to put it in my system yet. That was so. a good deal, though. It was like 100 bucks. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So oh, other than nice. that, that's it. Curls, you getting anything? Um, well, um, Microsoft started their stuff early, so I went and picked up uh, uh, Xbox One S for my, um, for my, um, my girlfriend's son. And... Um, Aside from that and picking up some more stuff for, for the baby girl, probably some Frozen 2 stuff or whatever, that's, that's more or less all I've got. I'm going to be on the lookout for Everybody else getting gift cards. So, <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, are you, uh, are you jumping on any deals? Not that I know of yet. Just kind of waiting to see what what's going to... I don't I was thinking of a Switch, but... I don't know. I feel like shopping for Black Friday is kind of, I don't know. I feel like at a lot of times you don't get a great deal on a lot of things, especially for a switch and whatnot. So just kind of waiting to see what really pops out. You know what I've noticed is a lot of times they'll have a great deal on something, but it's some brand you've never heard of. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, that's how they do it. Especially like in magazines and whatnot. I've never gone out for Black Friday to the stores and whatnot. I think like once to go look at the crowds, but I don't know, it's just so crazy and just silly. Yeah, I don't really like crowds, so. I don't either, I hate crowds. I will avoid them like the plague. And I, as a matter of fact, I don't even like going to the store most of the time. I will order it on Amazon next day before I go to the, the store. I have to go grocery <laughs> shopping. I go like in the evening when there's barely any people. Well, that was one of the things I liked about working midnights was I'd be up at one in the morning on my days off and I could go to the store and have it all to myself. You know, if it's 24 hours like Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you go to the stores on Black Friday, Logan? No, every single thing I do is online. So 
you know, as much as I don't want to support Amazon anymore, that's pretty much my go-to along with a couple other uh, local, I say local, I mean Canadian uh, electronic shops that I'll have a peek at. But yeah, like with nothing on my list, it's sort of just a eh. Um, everything, I've got, you know, one set of Bluetooth headphone sets that I picked up for my son this year. I still got in the package just in case Black Friday has a better deal. I'll return those. And that's, you know, I'm looking around and I'm like, we're, we're good for Christmas. We got everything picked out. We're ready to go. There's nothing we need for the house. So yeah, I just like hearing what everyone else is getting, seeing what else is uh, new and exciting out there. Well, do you think Tesla will put the Cybertruck on sale? <laughs> How did you, did you guys watch that? I, I only caught the tail end of it, but I love I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I, I mean, I saw it, but I didn't watch any video on it or read any articles yet. Um, it popped up in... Uh, one of my uh on one of my channels that i follow called overland bound because it's uh it's like an off-roading youtube channel but i haven't had a chance to really look into it or read anything about it yet how about you curls do you know anything about the cyber truck um uh, to me it looked like like elon you know took a puff like he did with Joe Rogan and went to the design team. It's like, Hey, make me a truck that came out of the first day. <laughs> 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 and they were like, hold up, hold my beer. <laughs> what if, what if dude, like, like lines, dude, I heard, lines. uh, the one article I saw was comparing it to the design of the, De like a DeLorean It had the cyber truck and then had a DeLorean sitting right next to it. Yeah. I I've heard like, the a DeLorean and like two other two other prototype cars that I don't think ever ever uh, made it to market or whatnot. But I don't know, man. For for me, well, I mean, buying a Tesla for me is a non-starter anyway. But I, I'm curious to see exactly how how this thing is gonna gonna play out. Um, I do. I don't think that the final the final. Uh, what they actually sell to people will look exactly like that, though. Oh, um, yeah. The concept cars never do. Oh, yeah. I, th I, th I think it will. I think it's going to look exactly like that. Um, you do? MKHD uh, just put a video out yesterday talking about it. And so one of my buddies bought a Tesla last month. So I finally got in there. I got to drive it around. Or he drove it. I got to sit in there. And it, it's, it's really a paradigm shift because I didn't honestly think about a lot of this stuff until being in the car and then grasping it. So your whole drivetrain doesn't exist. Uh, your whole fuel tank doesn't exist. So all of this stuff that you have in your normal car that you're, you design around no longer exists. So now you have all of this, I'll call it space of, of stuff that you can work with without being constrained in, in those historic ways. So you can do a lot with the interior um, as for the exterior, now you're you're in a you're in a um, shoot. What's the word? Uh, you're in an area. Um, you have no market penetration. That's what I'm looking for. So you're trying to penetrate a market where the best-selling car for five years, seven years, ten years. I don't know how long it is. It's it's like multiple years. Is a Ford F-150. And if you look at the second and third uh, best-selling cars in the same years, they are all modeled in their bodies after the Ford F-150s. They look very, very similar. So, touching into that market... Yeah. <laughs> Hell, <laughs> fuck yeah. So, you, gotta, you have to stand out. You have to do something different. It has to be different. 
So a lot of the stuff I think that he needs to change, I think is it's all pretty cool. Um, from my perspective, just give me the data. Does it look like this because it gets a, a better drag coefficient? Will it drive better? Will it handle better? Will it be safer? Yes, yes, yes. Good. I'm sold. As long as it's better, great. Um, so I think it'll be interesting. Like we have to remember that this is a product that, that isn't just an automotive product. It's a technology advancement in an automotive product. So how do you sell that? How do you start to begin to make that mainstream? Right? It's, it's one of those things like, you know, you just, an iPad, the original iPad, well, everyone was like, I have a laptop. Thank you very much. Right? I don't need a pad. I, I, have an, I have a laptop. I need something with power. But yet here we are years later where tablets are very much mainstream. So give it, give it five, ten years and let's see what it's like in, in at that, that time. You know, I, I, ha I have to say that price-wise it's not bad because Ford F-150s these days are 80 grand. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's because uh, Teslas are charging by the Polygon. Nice <laughs> <laughs> <Ice> cold. <laughs> Uh, but, this but thing yeah, will definitely they, turn heads if you're looking to get some attention. Yeah, I was just going to say they, they, they're going to they're going to sell a lot of them because uh, it looks so different, and people will, will instantly know what it is. And it, it it'll be like an like an Apple product. It'll be a status symbol. You know what I mean? So people are going to yeah. scoop them up. So I think they had a hundred and forty six thousand pre orders as of last week. Sometime. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm not surprised. So. Well, good on them. I mean, we need to, we need electric cars. I would, I would love to own an electric car, but it has to be able to do what my gas burning car does and for the same price. Right. Like uh, the, the, the main reason why I don't want to, I'm not interested in electric right now is like, if I need to pick up and drive to California, I don't want to have to plan where I'm going to stop in between. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like the, the whole range anxiety thing, until they come up with a fix for that, the, I'm just going to kind of stay on the sidelines. That's just me. Yeah, you definitely have a point there. Um, but as for price, you have to factor in the amount you're going to save on gas as well. So my buddy was like, well, he, spell, he spends about 200 to 250 a month on gas. So let's take 50 bucks of that, roll it over in electricity, and take the other 200 and put it against the price and then it starts to really make sense yeah but what you know what they're doing in my state they're charging you more for registration on electric vehicles because you're no longer paying as much in gas taxes <laughs> that is the most ass backwards thing i've ever heard and it's a blue state oh jesus hashtag not surprised <laughs> yeah <laughs> So it's like you would think blue state, they should be all for electric vehicles, right? Yeah, but they're all for that tax money even more. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, sure, they need the gas taxes, but, you know, don't be asinine about it. Just try to work around it in other ways and ways that make sense. Though. Well, here's what makes sense. You put chargers at every gas station, and if you want to charge a tax on them chargers, just make it the same rate as the, the gas tax for kilowatts yeah i agree and that will solve curlin's issue as well exactly yeah all right well that's all we got this week thank you all for being here uh just just a reminder if you want to continue this conversation 
join our Discord. And, and by conversation, I don't mean that you have to actually be on there talking to us in voice chat or anything. Um, we've got several ch- uh, text channels, several chat channels, um, where we're constantly talking about games. So hop on our Discord and uh, join the conversation. Uh, and I don't know if you know this or not, but our the AFK Podcast is an ad-free site, so head on over to the afkpodcast.net, check it out. That's where you'll find links to our Discord and uh, other stuff. Oh, Steam Group, yeah, sorry. Space. <laughs> uh, and that's it. So for me, for Curlin, for Logan, and for Whitney, thanks for being here. We'll see you next week. Thanks for being here, chat room. And we got a couple people in there. Thank you. Peace. Who's this?